arriving live from your nearest podcast app right now at your hands reach ladies and gentlemen here is the most dumbest idiotic moron on the face of the planet ready to end season three what a kick with the monumental equations ladies and gentlemen i introduce to you silly billy hello you beautiful bitches what's up what's up what's up man am i excited today i've got so many things that i am working on that i want to try to accomplish in season four uh season three to me was it was successful uh but we hit a couple bumps in the road a couple of serious things needed to be addressed on this podcast and uh I think you guys know what I'm talking about. So this is the final episode of season three, and I couldn't think of a better way to end this season by just recapping a lot of things throughout the beginning of this whole podcast. And you know, for the most part, it's it's been some fun. Uh, there's been some gaps in the middle, of course. Uh, you don't want to burn out a good thing, but I've had a lot of fun doing this thing. You know, and just coming up from a beginner's level. And getting up to this level, uh, it's gave me a lot of hope. It's gave me a lot of time to kind of get things in perspective, to try to throw some things out there. Though at time that, you know, I really wanted to bring some episodes that bring some positivity to the floor, uh, or through the airwaves, or through satellites and digital bullshit. You know what I'm talking about, you know. And I want everyone out there to be able to get something out of this, whether it's laughter rather twisted humor or they get something that when I talk about something that's on a real note that it gets something out of it and that's when the whole focal point of what this show has been all about and uh, I've been very grateful to have people in the background people you don't know that works with me on a day-to-day basis and they say you know why don't you hit points of view on this why don't you just just get something sporadic going you know just get this going and get that going and a couple of things have come out and has been dead on and been dead straight to the point. However, um, season four, trust me when I tell you, it is going to be on a level in which, you know, it challenges me to be able to widen my audience, so to speak. And when you get to a point, ladies and gentlemen, when you when you find a place, when you find something there that 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 you want to roll with it, you can connect with people. You know, it's it's something that you know it feels good to the palate to be able to reach out and get people's attention. All types of people. I'm not just talking about just one-dimensional comedy. I'm not talking about you know talking about the real deal with sci-fi. We're talking about culture. We're talking about everything under the sun because that's what I want this show to be. I want it to be unique. I want it to be different. I want to I want it to grasp the palate of so many people out there rather they're just gonna talk pure shit about me or rather they love me. Either way it's just gonna grab an attention getter. And since I started this show, it's been gratifying enough to say that I can take it, you know, piece by piece and, and just take my time with it. And just be able to come up with things that I think people will like. Because I just shoot forward with it. 
I don't overthink it. I don't try to overestimate it or undermine the situation for what it is. I just go for it because that's what's got me successful so far. You know, season one was a tester to me. You know, um, it started very hilariously from back home experiences, people I know, people you know from, you know, your, you know, your school. Uh, college, work, that sort of thing. Season two got more broader into oddball things, you know, things that normal people would not try to think about, and then they just kind of broadcast it in a vocal sense and really gets the attention going. Season three was supposed to take things to another level, and it did, with bringing in different uh, series or of events or everything's eventual. So with season four, I want to really just go broad span here. I want to get really global about things and really try to get a, a very wild, you know, very wide, broad band of people on board and just be able to build that audience and be able to get things on a broad perspective. And that's where the small audience that I have, I appreciate so much because I rely on some of you guys to get the word out. You know, I could just go you know, get involved with ad placement and get involved with these emails I get about, you know, maybe you should try this, maybe you should do that, maybe you should platform and analyze everything. Oh, by the way, that's my heart monitor. If you hear the No, I'm just kidding. My airbag needs to be serviced. But anyway. <laughs> Shut up! But anyway, so I'm, I'm trying to get to a point where it can just start, you know, spreading out to different people in a very slow manner. And I think I'm accomplishing that by, see, it just went off again. Uh, <laughs> are you dying? Oh, no! But anyway, so I'm just trying my best to, you know, exercise my mind into a broader band, so to speak. And season four... Um, I've got a couple ideas. I've got things in, in perspective that I'm working on. It's going to get very, oh no, that may be the last beep you get. Um, plan the funeral. Um, I prefer the ashes. Anyway, so, but I want everyone on board. Every one of you that's diehard and dedicated to the show, I want you to get the word out that, you know, this is a show that people can just put away their problems for anywhere between 3 to 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 12, 15, 20 minutes. You know, I could blab on, on and on about something idiotic. And maybe at some point it runs on to the point it's like, is this dude going to bring up a point? But the points are made from the end or over to the next episode. And I'm trying to chain link a lot of things too. So, but I appreciate everything and the effort and the listeners that I have out there because you guys are the ones that's driving me to, you know, think think more outside the box, get more culturally involved. I've already admitted I am a natural born lesbian, and that is the truth. And I'm okay with that. You're okay with that. The whole world, I hope, would be okay with that. Instead of all those haters, you know, the haters out there, the hater eight, the hater eight. You know what the haterade is? The haterade is in, I don't know, lemon lime. It could be fruit punch. It could be orange. It could be riptide rush. You know what I'm talking about. Drink your haterade. Get over certain shit. It's the way it is, right? It's just the way it is. 
So, in recapping everything from season one to season three, I think I've accomplished a lot of things. I think we covered a one-legged deer uh, that does cartwheels across the road. I think we covered everything from, you know, oh gosh, I had a brain fart. Maybe that thing just beat too many times. Maybe I'm actually dying here. I don't know. You know, you heard a good Stop, monitor, stop! Uh, but, again, I just covered a bunch of things, you know, in, in broad perspective. So I just want to genuinely reflect back on those things and maybe just take this episode, just add a couple things there, and let you guys decide what if, you know, of all these changes that are coming are going to be well worth the risk that's yet to come and I appreciate each and every one of you and I know I'm blabbering on like an idiot and you're probably thinking when are you going to get to your point my point is this I want season 4 to be a chain link of events that's broadening and it's open and it's getting to somewhere that you guys can be you know in tune with and can get a lot of laughter off of so that being said I'm going to share a couple of old episode moments kind of daisy chain it through this uh, final episode of season three and uh, we'll see you guys july 5th and uh for what it's worth thank you so much for listening and and just please keep me in mind when you get me out there just get some more people involved and uh we can succeed together maybe i can form this chatterbox insomnia cult oh hell chatterbox no i'm just joking i'm joking, I'm joking. anyway guys take it easy Here's a couple key moments that I'd like to share with you guys. Just kind of reflect back on all three seasons. We'll catch you July 5th. Love you, you beautiful bitches. Tonight, we're going to celebrate the greatest word in modern history of our English language. It's the word fuck. Let me tell you how this beautiful sentence and answer has changed the many lives of people, including myself. Let me give you a few examples. Excuse me, sir. I think you got fucked on that piece of fruit you bought. End quote. Ma'am, quit fucking me around and scan my discount coupon. I'm sorry. I must have fucking tripped you while I was dragging this string balloon that's not filled full of air. Well, fuck the hell out of me for not knowing how to push the eject button. Hey dude, come here. I think I just got fucked by my girlfriend last night. I'm walking kind of funny. That is the prettiest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. A pigeon giving birth. Hey, motherfuckers, what are you guys up to? Oh, I'm sorry, please proceed, end quote. Today's a lovely fucking day. It's raining, it's shitty, fuck it. Just fuck it all the fucking hell. The sunshine and rays are still shining up my fucking pretty ass. But who gives a fuck anyway? Oh, fuck, let me grab this handle before I slip and bust my anus. How many fucks were given today? I believe that number is zero. 
So you see, if I do fuck you, we both get fucked. Think about it. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy the word fuck. And please use it every day in your most excellent conversations all around the world. And please enjoy it. For fucking crying's sake. Hello, fans, podcasters, listeners, people that spell their letters backwards. This is a state of the chatterbox address. In this address, I want to let each and every one of you know that weirdom does have a place in our society. There is a safe haven for idiots just like me. A safe haven, a network, a FM if you career. The airwaves are the limits. You're invited to come to Chatterboxville and experience some of the most non-common sense bullshit on the face of the planet. You have a constitutional right to be a dumb fuck. You have a constitutional right to be a moronic asshole and to support fellow idiots just like me that will support you in any means necessary. Without us in this cruel vast world, people that are smart will not learn value lessons. Just like this stupid GPS that's interrupting me right now. Are you hearing stuff in your head? Oh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we will discuss the future of idioticism in our society and how we can survive. The only truly way we can survive is presenting the world with more stupid shit. If we do not provide fresh, idiotic, Dumb, stupid shit at its hardcore finest. Smart people will not have nothing to talk about. We have to give people to talk about. They have to learn lessons from people like me that are the dumbest sons of bitches across the planet. And fuck. You didn't have to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. Proceed. So, with that being said, I need feedback. I need some ideas of how we can be more dumb, more stupid, more non-nonsense, more than anything. It's nonsense. Would you stop interrupting me? I'm trying to give the idiotic dress. Yeah, but I'm telling you what to do. Okay? You don't have a voice no more. You're not on the independent scene. You're tied in a contract. Okay? You don't have freedom anymore. Just read off the paper. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the interruption, people. Apparently, I don't have freedom anymore. But anyway, so, to give people that right to fresh, dumb fuck ideas, to give them an incentive to talk pure shit about us, we will remain supreme forever. Because as long as smart people 
or calling us dumbasses, dumb fucks and nimrods and narrow-minded assholes, we will succeed in giving smart people ideas of stuff not to do. Yeah! Are you with me? You're on a podcast. Nobody's going to cheer. Wow, just trying to add enthusiasm to it. You know what I mean? I mean, is there anything wrong with it? No, just be the dumb fuck that's under control. You are under our control. Now just read it with a stern swamp politician's voice. Oh shit, I'm sorry. Anyway, people, I'm so sorry. Had to get politically correct there. But guys, we need more dumb, stupid shit now more than ever to keep our asses here to survive. We have to be able to survive. Joe Biden is leading us into idioticville with his stupidity and the way that he cannot get stuff pronounced out of his mouth. He's going to be the guy that's going to guide us into the most moronic, idiotic stages of four years of a president in our national history. And we must give Biden our full support because he understands what it's like to be a dumbass. He understands what it's like to be an idiot because he can't get stuff out of his mouth correctly. And because of Joe Biden, he's going to give us a better, worst image. So, ladies and gentlemen, join me in this, this span across the globe as we explore new ways to say stuff stupid and to come out where it makes no sense at all and give smart people a chance to put us down. Geniuses of the world will point out our idiotic ways and will cuss us like dogs and we will prevail. So I say to you, join me. Join me on this platform. Join me in the fight to keep stupid alive, to keep idiotic stuff going, to keep moron, morons on the freelance independent circuit. You're not independent anymore. Shut the fuck up. And keep the stupidity going. So ladies and gentlemen. I am proud to say. <clears throat> to all of you. Thank you for all this. Idiotic things you say. For listening to someone like me. Who's trying to help lead a charge. In the world of idiocy. And please. God bless Syria. And God bless. The United States of um damn you said Syria America America and it's United States of come on get it out oh, my brain hurts Just say it. United States of America that a good boy over here she's working for my nuts yes uh I understand you have my nuts yes ma'am they're still in the sack well honey I need them back cause honey I'm hip here in the bullet alley I'm trying to be a studly man Please bring me my ball sack now. You say fuck me, I say fuck you. Oh yeah, I'll show you who's boss. 
Ooh. Oh, sorry, ma'am. Ooh. I didn't mean to hit you. Sir, were you on the phone? And why is that in your hand? Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is dedicated to those who have gone through the pain and suffering of uneasiness and the ease of some sounds. Oh yes, the belly cramps come. You're bloated. You're in the middle of nowhere. You're jogging. You're jogging out in the middle of nowhere. Heavily. Thinking about that last cup of McDonald's coffee that's about two, three and a half hours old. You ate a sausage and egg cheese biscuit. Though you know you shouldn't, but you indulge. You're trying to exercise for your health. You take blood pressure medication. You jog two hours every morning. You're trying to get in shape. You also have a unopened pack of Marlboro Lights in your booty pouch with a cigarette lighter ready to strike. But no, you jog and you push on. You push, you push, you push. You just bought your latest pair of Nas sneakers with 666 Nike with a drop of blood in the soul for over a gram, which you're kicking yourself in the ass for right now. Then suddenly, your belly grumbles. It steams, it cramps, it falls into a knot. And you ask yourself, what do I do? I'm wearing tight spandex. I'm not wearing color underwear. Matter of fact, I'm not wearing underwear. I'm going commando. And now, I feel as if a crack pain is coming on. Now, I must shit, my friends. I must shit. Suddenly, the jogger gets an easily pooped. <coughs> then, he realized, maybe it's just gas. Maybe. So you proceed to jog. You jog 200 yards. And all of a sudden, you hear this. Your stomach bottoms out. And then what? What do you do? You're down to the end of your playlist that is so completely pathetic and sticks to the highlight of your playlist. But you don't know what to do. You see the woods. You see pine cones. You put it two together. And you think to yourself, I can't take this anymore. Then... You proceed to cross your legs. Your knees are quivering. Your knees are actually knocking each other. Sounds like a woodpecker pecking on hollow wood. You didn't realize at this point, you have two options. One, you could go in the woods and use those punk pine cones as a means to wipe the tail. Or two, you can dispense such utter nastiness into your tight spandex and sound like a slushy running down the path. Option one sounds a lot better. So you proceed to jump over the little creek and hoping that when the first foot, the right foot, hits the other side, 
it isn't jarred a little bit of the poop and go and then suddenly you're in deep shit but it doesn't happen you wipe your brow the sweat pouring off your brow you're hauling air quotes ass you find a big hollow oak tree in the shape of a toilet and you ask yourself mother nature is this my place to sit the ass and she says yes Pull thee down and let me in. Then you can't get them off no faster. You're snagging, your air buds land into the mud. I can't find them. But that's not really the issue right now, is it, dumb fuck? Then you relieve yourself in Mother Nature. Horns, toots, farting sounds from god awful places of your orifice come sounding out of your rear end. You realize that McDonald's coffee, three and a half hour old coffee, sausage, egg, and biscuit is not a good combination. So now you're sitting there. You've got everything out of you. The toots, the poots, the brown poopsies, everything is released from your body. Now the question is, how do I cleanse myself, Mother Nature? And she looks down at you and she says, Reach over to the left and grab that pine cone. But you realize the pine cone is prickly. It could leave serious cut marks, severe scar tissue, severe mental, physical, and yes, people, emotional strain. And you realize you have no choice. You reach with your left hand. You take your iPhone 12 that's overrated and costs too much for no charging cord, and you place it deliberately in your booty pouch. You grab it, you go to wipe, and then you feel a snout, and you're like, oh mother nature, what do I have? And mother nature says, you dumb fuck. I said reach to your right, there's a pine cone. You really realize there's something sniffing your butt. And yes people, when you turn it back around, there's a cuddly porcupine, your hand is bleeding. The porcupine is happy. You released the porcupine. Now he's very happy. And now you have no choice but to gather crispy, unadulterated, dead, three months worth a winter of highs and lows and wipe your bootay. Ladies and gentlemen, some word of advice, if I may. Before you go jogging, make sure your body is cleaned of all watery and brown poopy substance. Remember to take Sudafed for allergies and make sure you take Benadryl for any type of other physical poison ivy, any type of allergies whatsoever that you may be allergic to. And yes, people, if you have to go in the woods, and I wouldn't suggest this shit, when someone tells you it's on the right side, don't reach for the left. That makes you a prickly prick. Ha ha, ha ha ha. Okay, so we're like totally live going down a major interstate. Okay, guys, I'm hands-free, bitches. But I'm telling you right now, we're going to use the hypotheses of four-letter words and multiple types of sounds from the vocal cords of a human being to enlighten themselves. Hey, motherfucker, get off my ass! Are you fucking stupid?
Dude, I could count the bugs in his grill that he's killed. What the fuck? Wait a minute, does he got a dildo on his head? He looks like a unicorn. <laughs> I'm putting rainbows. Uh. Oh, ma'am, excuse me. Um, I need to report. Uh, I've, I've been personally violated and injured at the baby gap. I was uh, Claymore kicked right square in the nuts by a midget. Ow. I need to file a report. Yeah, it's going to be short. By the way, this is not American Pie. Don't stick your dick in that fudge, you fudge fucker. God, you're fucking nasty. Don't do it. Oh, fuck. Eat the fudge fucker. Right, get out of here. Throw it away. Ugh. Hello, you beautiful bitches. What's going on in today's episode of... Chatter, I about forgot the name of this damn show. Ain't that some shit? Anyway. Anyway, welcome to a brand new episode of Chatterbox Insomnia. Today, I want to do my due diligence for my country and for myself and to everyone out there that's smarter than I am. Today, I want to salute all of the list above and salute them with a simple fuck you. You ready? Here we go. Herbal Essence Shampoo. Even though it's chemically based. Fuck you! President Joe Biden. A.K.A. Joe Biden. Fuck you! Bowling alleys that has no side reels. Snitchers and Snatchers and Lane Catchers, a.k.a. Lane Swivers, you know, the careless drivers that got their driver's license out of a 25% uh, bubble candy machine. Fuck you! Anyone that drives in Virginia, fuck you. High tax rate for the middle class. For you politicians out there. Fuck you. Going up on my property tax when it should be going way down. Fuck you. For those fishing trips where the fish were hot and heavy and wouldn't bite my damn water. Fuck you. For the insurance company that dropped me because I missed my payment by a dollar. <laughs> Fuck you. For the used car I bought 50 years ago, that by the time I got down the road, the tire went flat and you wouldn't cover me on my 30 day warranty. Fuck you. Oh, double fuck them, they're out of business. Woohoo! To this air freshener, this vanilla aroma, that's quit working! Fuck you! To anyone that burns candles or what they call Meltaways. Ouch. Fuck you. For anyone that knows how it's like to order from Adam and Eve and get a free vibrator and the bitch don't work. 
Adam, Eve, Bird, Bird, fuck you. To the server on any platform from Discord for fuck you to this tractor trailer driving in front of me that has no lights on. Hence the word, hey, did you just hit your brake lights? Fuck you. For the sign that says God is coming. Really? Where is he? Hypocrite. Fuck you. Oh, by the way, you just lost your door in the road. And I hit it and tore my car all to hell pieces. But thanks for stopping and asking me am I okay and the doorknob sticking out of my ass. Fuck you. To all furry creatures that claim to be cute and cuddly and bite me with everything they got. For fuck you. To my parakeet that was born mute. To their, his mother and father, fuck you. But those of you that don't like the rock, ha ha, fuck you. Virginia Beach for not giving me a freak on a damn unicycle. To you I say, fuck you. And finally, last but not least, to my fellow federal government for not giving us another stimulus check sometime in the near future. I say to you, fuck you. Love you, you beautiful bastards. Have a great weekend. Hello you beautiful bitches and welcome to another episode of Chatterbox Insomnia and today's topic is going to be hilariously statistically challenging. I'm talking about all you interstate pissers. How many of you listening to this broadcast right now is an interstate or highway pisser? Raise your hand. I can't see your hand. Okay. Well, I'm one of them, right? And the thing about it is, though, you can have as many rest stops as you want to that's within a 50-mile range. But there's always that one time where you're like, well, fuck, traffic's backed up for at least 15, 20 minutes, and I've got to piss. Just like the old days when your parents used to tell you to just tie a fucking knot in it, well, there's no, it's virtually impossible unless you're at least at a 12 or 18 inches. Substantially, I've tried, it doesn't work. So you gotta pull over the side of the road, and yes, you got woods, maybe, depending on what part of the area you're in, it's rural, a lot of woods, a lot of cameo out there, you know, get inside a dogwood tree and say, unleash the beast! But I have seen people desperately just throw their four ways on, and they get on that, that damn godforsaken wake-up strip, and they just fling the door open, and before they can even get their damn feet out, their dick or there, you ladies, you've got your pants in halfway down position and you're dropping it like it's hot. And I condemn you for it. No, I don't condemn you for it. As long as you don't get caught for public nudity, which is a good possibility depending on what state you're traveling in, but you just tell the cop and I'll tell them like it is, man, I've got to piss. That's the bottom line. I'll at least have the decency if I'm, which I have a four-door car, 
I'll open up both doors. That way I'm completely covered. Now those of you that drives an 18-wheeler or a dump truck or a jacked up truck that's jacked up, I don't know, 15 foot high, you can clearly see if you're one of those pervs that's got to know, I gotta know how big his dick is. Or hey, no, don't be looking. You know what I'm doing. Don't be hiatus about it. Don't even be embarrassed about it. You gotta piss. So far, being on this interstate right now, I've been going for 100 and tracking miles here, buck 61. I've counted five people, one's a van, and let me tell you, that family started off drinking in sync, and they all pissed in sync. I can tell you right now, they were coming out the woodwork. We had two or three come out the woods, some of them just opened the fucking door, just unleashed hell and lights they had never seen. You've got to piss when times matter. Not saying it's politically correct, not saying it's something you should do, it's definitely something you shouldn't be embarrassed about, but the human body is telling you, hey, either this liquid is going to come out in your vicinity of your lap, in your seat, in your pants, or you're going to have to pull over the side of the road and you're going to have to let it all hang out. It's just the nature of the beast. And I had been a highway pisser for a long time. Now, mind you, I try to keep a good pure privacy thing going on. I've even used my jacket. Just kind of cover one back glass of one of the doors, you know. I try to do it privacy. Try to do it in a very, very privacy moment. Though you know what I'm doing. And I like the ones who are trying to pretend like they're looking for something. Like they dropped their ice cream in a dirty floor. Wink, wink. Or they dropped their iPad that they've had since generation one that severely needs to be upgraded. Why? Because it needs to, hence the word, why does it freeze up? And they're just trying to mock the way that, and there you are, you are live stream, legs apart, there's wetness hitting the ground. Just be real about it. Just be fucking real about it. Just, you know, just sit back and throw your head back and just look to the heavens. If it's raining, I wouldn't do that. But on a sunshiny day, just like this myself, just look up and then just enjoy the IP freely. The most popular novel back when I was growing up. Yellow Showers, Yellow Ponds by IP Freely. You know what I'm talking about? I like you don't know what I'm talking about. Highway Pissers. I. It's kind of a... It's kind of a do or don't situation, but when you gotta go, you gotta go. Just try to do it as privately, and just try to do it. You know, use a jacket. You know, use both doors. You know, try to protect people's eyes for that shit. Some of you just fucking pull the fuck over. I actually seen. This is no lie. This was like almost like to nightfall. I mean, there was just enough of the grim moonlight, and this was on a full moon, by the way. Homeboy said, "A face in the door. He's facing traffic." The whole, you know, white anaconda, the whole albino snakeio is just exposed to the world. And if I was a cop, I would definitely have to pull over and give him a huge, massive ticket. But anyway, so, it's a very disturbing subject to talk about, but it's okay to talk about it. You know why? Because when you got to piss, you got to piss. And we all got to be proud of it. Don't pretend like you're looking for your contact when you clearly got glasses on. Or you're trying to change a DVD app when clearly you're using your iPhone on Apple Music. Just piss already. Be proud of it. Be that proud little pisser. And remember, as always, 
when you're being you and you're being real, people can respect that. But just try to be private as you can. There's always one or nines out there. Especially if you say, damn, this ground is fucking cold. Brr. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Chatterbox Insomnia. On today's show we're going to talk about when animals attack and why they're attacking, their purpose, their meaning. Because animals are just not going to attack for no reason at all. They have to have a purpose, they have to have a reasoning for attack. And the animal stories I'm about to share with you are stories I have seen in real life. So let's just lay to the pages here, and let's just talk about a couple of these incidents that I've seen personally in my own life. It wasn't that long ago, I actually seen a couple of female snakes stripping for money. And they stripped going, stripping for money, scaling the pole like no one else's business. Their thong occasionally slides off, hence the word no legs. But they're making good money. Though it's not legal, and no one's dying to go into this special room. End quote. I've also seen the most ferocious, most ferocious sea animal in the world known as the shark. A tiger head, to be exact. A tiger shark once bit my flip-flop off my right foot. This shark then returns, tells me, it was nothing personal, but my brand name of flip-flops was not go over real easy with. So he gave me a coupon at Quicksilver, end quote. I've also seen the time where I'll be driving on a back road, listening to Jason Aldean, when all of a sudden I see a beaver comes out before me and attacks my tire, sank his teeth, his bucky teeth into my tire and tells me next time bitch bye could you no shit I have seen the manta ray leap from the ocean in a five star stance enchanting to the world go hurricanes go go hurricanes go and then deep dive back into the ocean as if nothing ever happened I've also seen raccoons one of the most I don't know, less than dangerous creature that people make might be ferocious without rabies come and ninja kick me right in the nuts for no reason at all and flip me the bird, the official state bird, the middle finger and told me to go fuck my fucking self, end quote. I've also seen in the vast of the zoo and I've seen some of the most beautiful giants I've ever seen in my life, the giraffe rubbed me right in my asshole and caused me to have premature pinching for the rest of my life. All I have to do is sit and it falls out. End quote. These animal attacks are becoming more and more repulsive every day. Their reasoning may sound idiotic, and yes, it is idiotic, but for these reasons, I will not take a drug test because I am not on drugs. I am being 
for real for you people. These animal attacks, they will continue. And they're doing it for your benefit. The hit the nuts, tuck it personally. A bit smack later, fix the whole problem. For those of you that have pet gerbils, beware. You're on a suicide mission to destroy your house and burn it to the ground. Do not let cuddly, cute creatures such as birds, toucans, and any other tropical bird to invade your house. They will tar and feather the piss out of you and leave you as crime broken bitches. End quote. This is the best knowledge I know how of sharing with you. These animals are on the attack whenever and whenever they want to. There are three legged deer out there that are willing to spiral, spin wheel kick your ass from here to the other side of the county as they should, as they would be, end quote. By their words, not mine. This is a daily encounter that we must take very seriously, and we must come together as a humanity and try to stop this vicious attacks. But are we so different? I don't know. Ask the orangutan that loves to kick people's nuts so hard that they're, end quote, bruising black and blue, swole, end quote. We must take this very seriously, people. We must embrace the animals. We must sit across the table. We must make peace with them. Because no one can afford a donkey punching the asshole or hitting the nuts or lose a perfect good flip-flop to a shark that has a, well, less than feather mind to sex wax. Jesus cruisers, end quote. So join me in this great conquest, in this acquisition, this crusade to bring man women and animals in peace, love, and harmony. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, 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 wah. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Thank you for listening and tune in next time when you will hear a ferocious bear say, Ooh, let me get that picnic basket. Yeah.